know that. What's up, folks? This is Jason Tucker, and this is DayP Water Cooler, episode number 187. Today's topic is changes in WordPress 4.5. We're going to talk a little bit about WordPress 4.5 and all the cool stuff that's in it. Let's go around the room real quick. Let's start with Chris. Chris, tell us about yourself. Hi there. I'm Chris Lemma, and I blog over at chrislemma.com, and you can find me on Twitter at, at chrislemma. Nice. What about you, John? Hi there. I'm John Brown, uh, the owner of Nine Seeds. We do custom WordPress development. Um, also organized a meetup and did a WordCamp last year in Maui, and a full-time nomad. Um, that's me. Uh, JB510 on Twitter. Awesome, awesome. What about you, Say? Um, well, my name is Say Reed, and hopefully this isn't too choppy. I'm coming to you live from Bravo Farms off the five in California. Uh, you can follow me, not to here, but on Twitter at Say Reed Media on all the things. Nice. What about you, Let's Steve? Up. <laughs> I am Steve Zangit. I'm the founder of Zeek Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress meetup. And tonight is the dev meetup at Crash Labs in Costa Mesa, hosted by Brandon and Awesome. Jeff. I'm looking forward to it. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter, and I blog over at jasontucker.us and wpmedia.pro. So let's talk a little bit about Coleman. Who's running it? How do you guys like it? How's it going? Aren't we all running it? I don't know. You know, Steve, Steve tends to wait, was it like two versions before it comes out? Is that, is that the rule? <laughs> it depends on the client, right? <laughs> um, it always depends. Yeah. So a while ago, I started running Trunk on my personal sites, so that's always super modern new, which I think most of us should do. For our I audience, they call that know, bleeding edge. Yeah, for our yeah. audience that doesn't know what you just said, yeah, so <laughs> explain that. Th that means that like when code is written on a nightly basis, my written? site gets my like committed to core written in not development. Written. Um, that code gets deployed to my personal blog, which gets all of like fifty hits a day at wanderingjohn.com, J-O-N. Um, now maybe today it'll get five thousand. Um, but that runs trunk so that at least I can kind of see features and stuff. But what Steve was saying with clients, yeah, I tend to wait until there's a dot release on a major version. So 4.5.1 is when we actually upgrade our clients. Which turned out to be a pretty good strategy this time because we did a quick up to 4.5.2 because of some serious security issues. Some server-side scripting stuff and uh, other fun things regarding was it a, one of the the upload library libraries, right? So let's start there. I mean, we you know there were some really quick patches this time around, right? Four five one came out fast, and then four five two came out even faster. What happened there? <sighs> Try to answer my question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know that there are issues with, um, you know, just upgrading the jQuery version. I know that caused a lot of problems for people, but I don't think that had any bearing on .1 and .2. It's interesting because we had a lot of sites break because of that. And it wasn't because of the update itself. It was that <clears throat> we had written some JavaScript code, <clears throat> excuse me, ages ago that didn't have quotes in one of the, the, um, the regular expressions. And so we had a lot of breaking JavaScript due to not being compatible with the latest jQuery. It's our fault for writing bad code like six years ago. But um, 
It's always those sites that you made six years ago that are the ones that you wait to update, and then also the ones that break, it turns out. It's six years, the exact cutoff? Is it, like, if I had a five-year... What year is it now? All right. So that would be sites well, I Some of these were only a couple years old. Well, like, I think, I think internet years work like dog years, right? So something you yeah. coded six years ago, it's actually, like, a thousand years old. That yeah. feels about right, actually. I have a client site that, that I badly needs an upgrade, and um, there's just a lot of moving parts to it, and it's, uh, it's not on the floors. <laughs> oh, wow. It's not on the force? Uh, uh, four. Fours. Uh, fours. <clears throat> fours. Um, and, you know, it makes me feel like a bad person. And they, they all use... <laughs> I just you to know that. Like, I have, like, serious, like, issues about it. I've had a couple stress dreams. Um, <laughs> stress dreams? Because, you, because you're running WordPress 3 on a site? It's called well, stress not, it's not about, three. Right? Let's not right, be crazy. I go, three but, like, dot something. Three dot something, but you know, I mean, it's 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 backed up, and you know, it actually had a white screen of death last week, but we fixed it. But um, by we, I mean me. Well, this might be a perfect time. This might be a perfect time to actually do that upgrade because there's some pretty cool stuff that they've added into it recently. Um, one of my favorites is that they've made a bunch of changes to the visual editor, and one in particular is being able to just highlight text and then paste a link right on top of that text, and it just plop. It's in there. That's it. All Let's right. talk about that link, that inline I link like editor it, for a minute. But some people hate it. <laughs> um, let me tell you, it is, uh, and I wish uh, Mike were on, but I, I'm actually glad he's not Mike Schrader, Schroeder, um, because um, I, I, I like really want to like the inline editor. But the thing is, especially when you're first, there's two problems. One for clients that are trying to link out or for people who are trying to link out, it's now a two-step process. You have to paste in the link and then now open the window to click the button. So it adds a whole other like, level. To change of, the target. Mm -hmm. To change the target, exactly. Um, the other issue is when you pop that window up, the little, the little pop-up, if you hit return, it doesn't exit out of it. It just acts as if you're just re hitting return across the text that you selected. So it just puts a hard break in and gets rid of the link and the text. Um, which is not very um, compatible with the workflow. You actually have to like click out of it instead of you know just being able to hit like a button out of it. And I have found that um, very jarring multiple times when we're working on content. I don't know. I think if you're saving yourself, I mean, I me personally, I don't really care about if it's going to be opening up a new window or not. I just want to be able to get the links in there pretty fast, and I love the fact that I can just do the links pretty fast. So you should care about whether or not it's opening a new window. If you blog as often as me, it's not a problem. <laughs> Steve, this version has new things. You should try it. I'll use it this year. <laughs> I do like the the move to do things in line. I think that's the direction that. WordPress has to go in in order to stay relevant, um, but uh, I think I think the the jump in in uh, flow for a client who's been working within WordPress and in the it opens the window is very jarring and there's no there's no you know guidelines there's there's nothing really that's letting you know that that's happening so I think that it is um it that type of break in workflow can be very disruptive for clients who aren't aware that that's happening or that it's it's on its way or so. Just in case uh, people didn't realize, I don't know if you heard, but the um, 
the open in a new window, which is normally a little checkbox that you, you check when you're adding a link, um, has been demonstrated to create vulnerabilities and security issues on websites. Um, and uh, they, Targeting they, in general or using that particular button? Uh, it's not the tar it's not the the button. It's the code that's happening below the surface on the window dot open. Um, so it just uh, in the last month, maybe two three weeks, there's been a series of security articles about it. Um, and so it's worth at least checking out uh, because I used to do it all the time. You know, target open new window, yay, go open up another window. And I started reading about it and went, hmm. Maybe not something I want to do, which means that the current use of the drop-in-the-link in the, the 4.5 actually ends up making it easier to do it uh, maybe a safer way than uh, the way that we've done it before. Yeah, I was going to say, not, wouldn't, not necessarily the wouldn't, the, wouldn't, wouldn't this inline formatter, right, whether it's inline or not, doesn't the WordPress thing just add a target link? It's not window open. Right? It's not adding yeah, JavaScript. I'm, I'm a little confused by that. Yeah, Chris, are you saying targeting. is it the automatic open all links in remote windows, like the one that buffers the entire page and adds it to everything, or the mere act of having it on a link? So it target equals, target. it's target equals uh, single quote underscore blank and single yeah. quote that is the uh, dynamic that, that plays with this. So, oh. Um, well. oh, that's like, I don't know, everywhere on the internet. Yeah. So, so what I'm saying is, before we go saying it's really good for marketing, we should also <laughs> first check to see if it's good for security, because we don't want to go running around telling people, you know, something that may not be helpful. So it's it's worth double checking. It's only been the last couple weeks, but the more I read about it, the more I go, hmm, didn't know about this. The yeah, internet is flawed, you guys. I can't handle it. It needs to be perfect. All right. So. Oh, I let's, get say, it. let's say that you're helping out one of your friends with their website, and you're just kind of showing them in general how to use WordPress, and this feature that they used to really like is now gone. What is the best way to help them with this new version of WordPress and easily adding in their, you know, open and new window links? Well, according to Chris, you don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> well, I don't know. Now everything in my life has totally changed. So, <laughs> but let's pretend uh, Chris never said that, because that will make my life a lot easier. So, so, so the, the solution, so so the solution for non-technical people who want links to open in a new window is to not have their links open in a new window. Am I understanding that correctly? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, wait, with the new I, link the, editor, you can make it open in a new window. Yeah, yeah, yeah you just kind of click the little, you can click the what? little gear, and it opens up the regular window. So it just added a step for that yeah. process. That's yep. my only so, kind of quarrel with it. So I think what, what Say said earlier, which is when you go to put in the link, there is a, a an engine uh, icon that you can click on that lets you, a gear icon that lets you go back and do all the things you used to do. So if you were teaching someone who used to like that feature exactly how to replicate that feature, there is a way to do it. Um, the only thing I was highlighting is maybe you don't want to teach them that, but if they are eager to do it, then that's how you do it. The other thing, though, about that is that that is also where you can easily link to uh, on-site content. So that's where your little, you know, your search box is if you want to link to your own posts or your own pages. So now that link, that inline link, is really focused on links that you basically have on your clipboard or have copied or are typing in. So yeah. linking to your own text within your site is now also an extra step. I just think it's an interesting choice in terms of not 
not totally streamlining something because I don't know that most users just, you know, kind of have their links ready to go. But right. or just type them from memory because they're usually complicated, right? Yeah, and like, then they're like, and then they're like, you know, not typing in HTTP, and that was a that was like a little like um, helper text that was in that upper other box, which I think was useful for people. And now, you know, that's not. I don't think that's there on the new one. There's a man I, hovering over Say's shoulder. <laughs> so last last <laughs> well, week, okay, last well, week, because in the because you said something, that, and it may not be obvious, but the helper text when you do that link dialog is type the URL or search. So it, it's not the same flow as before, but if you type in a search word, like a post, like the title of a post you wrote months ago, totally you just type it. in that keyword, it will find that related content. Oh, I That's totally have cool. not used that feature yet. But I think what Sarah was asking about was really a, uh, a client education and a managing the expectations uh, uh, question, right? But these things change. They evolve. And, 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 and the interface, if you upgrade to you know, WordPress, the latest version of WordPress, or if you update your plugins, interface changes happen. And they can be Name changes happen. That's a, well, it's, a great, well, it's, a great, it's, it's a great topic for next mm -hmm. week. Because you know what? There were other features that were introduced in 4.5. Exactly. <laughs> On the topic that, that Steve just said, though, nice I tried to take the approach. Of, I tried to segue, but John, John, no, John, no, bring, no, it, bring it back. Like, pulled you right <laughs> off the segue. When it comes to new features, I tend to approach it with the, you just got to rip the bandaid off when things change and get used to the new way. And I get that doesn't work for all clients. Well, Especially if you have like a corporate client who's trained like fifty authors on how to do something. And, and but like I said, for the most I, part, it's like. You can spend a bunch of time disabling these new features. Like there are ways of doing it. I think this is episode 188. Is uh, <laughs> to talk about is to talk about these ripping the bandaid off on new yeah, features. Yeah. I think it's great. There's a lot. There's a lot we could talk about. There's a lot we could talk about for an entire episode. So let's save it. Another. For I'll, I'll I'll segue us. How about that? So Thank another you, great Jason. one that I like <laughs> is that in the customizer they added the ability to kind of switch between. The various sizes it's awesome. of the screen, and being able to like look at it on on mobile devices and stuff, which is pretty neat. That is really cool. It's, that is it's one cool. of the coolest things that they have done in the customizer in a long time. So this might be this might be the thing that like Say's clients would totally be into. Me personally, don't care. Like I would never use this myself because I'm not shopping for for themes in the customizer. But I, I'd love to be able to see what it kind of looks like. You know, when I drag in. A piece within to the into the customizer. So I have used that feature. Um, it actually, I was using it on a site that I had updated and wasn't paying, like, had wasn't really paying attention. And I was like, "Ooh, it was here!" And then, like, I was using it. I've literally been using it with every client pretty much since then. In, in addition to it's that, it's really helpful to help them think in terms of um, other formats because when you have, a, you know, just kind of a layperson client or whatnot, it's and you're, you're looking at the site, it's hard for them, less difficult for us who work in the different formats, but hard for them to, to imagine what it's going to look like when it's smaller. Um, yeah. So providing that is, is really useful. So that's something I haven't used. How do you actually get to that? There's a there's a little there's a little um, there's three little icons down the bottom and one represents mobile oh, I didn't see those. and tablet. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't see the search helper text, so we're just we're helping each other. We're helping each other. Steve, you're gonna say something? 
I was going to say, in addition to that, uh, to the custom, uh, in addition in the customizer, they've added the ability to do your company logo, right? That used to be kind of kind of built into some themes, uh, but that's now built into all of the uh, customizer stuff. I didn't say that very well. <laughs> so there's some other stuff that they did where they did uh, comment refinements, um, being able to kind of deal with the way in which comments are being displayed and looked at. So doing navigation and all that fun stuff. Uh, I use other commenting tools now, so I'm not really relying on the ones that are built in. But I'd imagine that that's, that's pretty nifty for a lot of people that use that. Circling, circling back to the one that Steve just mentioned, uh, the the logo piece, mm -hmm. it's it was it was amazing to me that um, that it hadn't arrived earlier than this, right? Because everybody and their brother buys a theme and then wants their logo, and it's a it's a massive pain for every different buyer of a theme, who especially if the theme doesn't actually create a, a simple facility for you putting a logo in. Um, Every buyer ends up having to go hire someone at Codable just to do something like, "Can I put my logo in in that corner? Or can I put it in the middle of the page or something?" And um, and it also does the fave icon too. With yeah, with, and you, you and that. you and you you watch this and you go, "How is it possible that um that this feature hasn't existed yet uh, in this long that it finally came out?" And yet, uh, one of the things I really appreciate about that, right, and about the team that was focused on building out 4.5 and everything else, is they are still... The, the dynamic when you talk about software products and product development and product roadmaps is that more often than not, the roadmaps get governed by insiders who are solving problems that insiders have. And this logo problem is definitely not an insider problem. Any one of us could get a logo put anywhere on the page that we want in, in minutes, um, if not seconds. And so... This is one of those dynamics where you, you see the roadmap is playing out um, by insiders who are still looking at outsiders, who are still thinking about everyday people who are like, hey, I have this theme or I, I you know, started with this theme and I now want to upload my own logo. How do I do this? And the fact that that's still happening in WordPress um, in general is a, is a very good thing. It's a, it's a beacon or a, a harbinger of, of the, all the rest of the kind of end-user uh, focused features that WordPress needs to keep having if it wants to keep saying it's an easy platform for people who just want to get started. Um, so I just thought it was, it's not a feature I'll use very often, but it's a feature I really appreciate that they put in. It's a feature I use on all my client sites, and I would, I would have been using 2016, 2015 way more if that had been something that was incorporated in even just those themes. Like I do a lot of training on the default themes because they're very simple and they're very clean. Um, and then inevitably, and not very soon into starting, the client would be like, well, can I put my logo on there? And I'd be like, well, not in this theme. So it's like pretty useless. Now it is no longer useless. And so it just makes the default themes actually usable out in the wild without any sort of child theming or hacks on top. Yeah. I say, good job. Good job on the logo. There's some other stuff that they added into Customizer. If I remember right, it's like you, you hold down Shift and then you click on the menu items and it'll actually show you a preview of those pages in Customizer, which, again, I'm not a huge Customizer you know, person, but there's definitely a lot of stuff that they're adding into Customizer that I think people really need to know about, which is kind of difficult when you're trying to, you know, it's kind of like the Apple mentality where it's like we give you 
very bare minimum stuff. Oh, and by the way, if you hold down command and then click on something, something else happens. So it's gonna it's gonna make it so that there needs to be some visual cue or something that's gonna say, hey, you're holding down shift. This thing's gonna happen. And yeah. I'm just not, not quite sure that how that's happening. gonna work. Yeah. The customizer is very DIY, and um, I think what you just said though is really important, Jason, because the customizer is where all of the DIY people go to you know, do their site, and that is really what, that's the whole push to the customizer, and yet still the customizer is very non-self-explanatory um, for those same people, so I totally yeah. agree with what you're saying there. Um, there was um, uh, optimization that was included in this uh, version that made image resizing faster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is welcome. Up to 50%. Has yeah. anyone uh, run any tests on that? <laughs> I, uh, I, I played with it a little bit. It looks like it's working. That's good news. Um, I, uh, but do you still release the Kraken, like though, Chris? Uh, You're releasing the Kraken still, right? What, uh, I, I have shifted. I have shifted from... Uh, the, here's the sad thing, right? Um, it, the Lucy Beer works with WP Rocket, right? And they yep. came out with um, uh, a new a new plugin that does image optimization called um, Imagify. Mm. And I'm using them, and so far it's been really great. Uh, it's Imagify.io, um, and it's been really, really great. The only problem is nowhere in the use of the product do, do I get to say release the Kraken, which is the the downside. <laughs> if you're if you're if if you're used to using Kraken.io and then you can't get to say release the Kraken. Um, you can always just say it. Yeah, so that's so that's what I do. I asked Lucy Beer if she could rename the ultimate plan of Imagify Kraken so that I could I could, I don't know that's going to happen. Um, there might be some copyright issues there. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Too bad. But uh, but the good news is right. So I pay for that service. I don't mind paying for that service. Uh, but the good news is the the 4.5 now has. Even more support. They they started this a, a version or two ago, right? With with uh, especially doing the image stuff for mobile. Now they're doing it in in more broadly, I think. And so uh, the more and more they can work on the image compression. And and what we're talking about here, just to be clear, is image compression that you can't even tell, right? So right. this is just about uh, the the kind of compression dynamics related to a photo that you upload just so they can help shrink the weight of your website so your website page loads up faster without you even noticing that the image has changed much. So um, it is, especially for uh, people who end up uploading large images without thinking through file size, um, it ends up being a really useful uh, feature. And I'm going to just go ahead and say right now, all of the people out there who don't work with the developer really don't think about file size. Yeah. So th this is this is one of those things that kind of like just layperson proofs WordPress, which I think is one of its its kind of better features. You know, you get something like Squarespace, and it'll alert you and be like, you know, hey, don't do that. Even Mailchimp is like, this image is gonna break everything. Don't use it. Um, but I like that WordPress doesn't even bother to tell people that. It's just like we're just gonna fix this for you. We got this. We've talked about it before. There's a plugin out there called. Insanity that helps with that, but that's one of those things where it's hard to make work in core. You just don't have the tools to kind of detect what a maximum image size 
should be before it's uploaded. Well, and one thing to be careful with is, um, um, and this is a developer-y comment, is um, this this imagery sizing takes advantage of uh, image magic if you have it installed on your uh, machine. Uh, but there was a vulnerability uh, last week, a big one with image magic. So you want to be careful. Totally unrelated to WordPress. Totally unrelated. You just want to be careful. Well, it's related insofar as if it's using it. I mean, yeah. then it makes well, it's, it. it's hosting. Yes. The hosting level vulnerability. So they also added in um, they also added in embed templates. So if I remember correctly, this is for if your if your site is being embedded in another website, right? Isn't isn't that what the what that whole piece is about? Because the way that that's set up is you're creating a template file and then you're naming it appropriately based on the um, you know based on the the post type as well as the post format or whatever it is that you're using for it. And just kind of expanding that out a little bit because by default when you go and import and go and uh, put somebody else's site on your site by embedding it, you don't really get to choose how that's going to look. And so being able to kind of do this, especially for like, like a show like this where I wanted to have the video show up instead of the text or something like that, you can do some pretty interesting things with that. So I'm really looking forward to playing around with that some. Was it this release? I can't. They kind of all run together since they're so fast. But was it this release that did the, like, if you uh, put the link, it does the post embed, like, so the post... That was the last release. Yeah, last, last release. release. Yeah, but they didn't have well, we didn't the ability to make those customizations where now this... Now this, you can format that. This is for embedding somebody else's WordPress post, right? It would, it would, it, right? It would, it would know. Yeah, Jason just posted the show yeah. notes, so... Yeah, it's, it's, if you're setting it up so that when somebody embeds your site into their post, or into their site, you get to kind of pick and choose how it's going to look on their site, which mm -hmm. I think is great, because if you don't have control over that, then... Why? Why bother? Kind of like open graphing your your but, post. Yeah, it's, it's, well, your, it's, open your, custom, um, it's your custom Twitter card. Yep. Yeah, like Twitter card. Yeah. Perfect example. The WordPress card. <laughs> um, just reading from the notes uh, here on uh, Coleman, uh, JavaScript Guide libraries. Us. Guide yep. us, well, the jo JavaScript libraries all got their uh, got their major updates. Um, so Woo! that's that's a good yes. thing. You know, if you use jQuery or Backbone, um, that's a good thing. Or, or if you if you didn't do anything right and you embedded uh, or you went and referenced an old version of jQuery and now it's different, yay! Now you have a bunch of broken stuff, so that's good too. <laughs> <laughs> no one does that, but you know, no uh, you you end up with some uh, having some weird little issues. Um, one other kind of uh, cool geeky type thing is uh, they've added a couple little bit more support for being able to do um, markdown. So mm -hmm. now you can put in three dashes and it'll actually put an HR link in there. Code. They've added some other stuff, uh, right, uh, back ticks and those sorts of things to be able to kind of denote that there's code there and stuff. Mm -hmm. so. It's cool like stuff the in and out burger menu, that. secret menu. It's like you don't know unless hey. you know, you know? Hey. We don't talk about the, city, no. the secret menu. If you type you in <laughs> if you type in trace commas, three commas, it also yeah. gives you a billion dollars. Nice. Wait, what does it give you? billion dollars. Oh, I thought you were going to say a double-double. Is that a real Easter egg, or are you, being, are you joking? <laughs> you do the, if you do uh, three colons, you get a, um animal style. Nice. And lastly, <laughs> they upgraded, just, you know, just for all the kids that are watching, they upgraded emoji. <laughs> oh yay! Oh, so do yeah, I get do I get all the fun ones like the middle finger and everything now? 
I'm know. just waiting for Giphy integration. <laughs> I oh, want Bitmoji integration. Giphy roulette. Bitmoji my life away. That's all I care about. Can we just do Bitmoji word word whatever this show is called? <laughs> WP Water Cooler. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. So if you haven't updated yet, please make sure you do update because of the most recent changes and patches and stuff that went through, and make sure you back up your website before you do it. Right, folks? Definitely. Yes. Or back up your website. Don't be like John. What? I mean, no, I'm just kidding. Because you broke your site, but you had a backup. No, no, I broke it because I wrote bad code a long time ago. And oh. Well, I wrote code that wasn't syntactically compatible with the latest jQuery. They were built the latest like, jQuery. So, so it's your fault for not being able to like look into your crystal ball and see that yes. someday... And, and real quick, since we only have a couple seconds left, I just did a search, John. There is a plugin called Giphy Press. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so, so Steve, just so you're aware, every blog post on Zeke.com from now on is going to be a series of gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Let me sing to you in the song of my people. Except Sarah pronounces it Giphy Press. <laughs> well, because that is what the... Uh, the it's, correct pronunciation yeah. is, but you know, exactly, if you want to, if you totally want to continue agree. to be wrong, Steve, I mean, feel free. Far be it from me. Let's have that showdown. That'll be fun. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a, that will never be one. Episode one eighty nine is GIF versus GIF. Yep, exactly. GIF. Yeah. It's just GIF a knife. I will go to the grave. Thank you. <laughs> you should make that a three part episode, like episode one GIF. <laughs> Get us out of here. Yeah, we're all out of here. So, folks, make sure you go to our website at com and click on the links there to subscribe. I learned all about GIF using CompuServe way back in the day. So that's where I get my information. And, and, that's, and that's where GIF died because the rest of us have been using GIFs ever since. <laughs> you guys did see the TED Talk, right? You, this is the yes. thing that exists. Yeah, and the oatmeal we'll cartoon. I'm more on the oatmeal cartoon side. Totally. Bye, folks. See you later. Bye. <laughs>